This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie Joining me on the line to discuss where we are and where we're going are Brian O'Farrell, uh, Chief Executive of Carlow Chamber of Commerce and John Hurley, Chief Executive of Kilkenny Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, John. Yes, uh, start with you, Brian. Um, it's been a very tough number of weeks. How do you think businesses uh, in Carlow are feeling uh, over the last while and this morning? I think, uh, you know, a lot of businesses are feeling it quite tough, and I know people everywhere are feeling it quite tough at the moment. Um, the last couple of weeks in particular, I think I've felt the longest uh, through the whole pandemic than any other period. And, um, you know, while we've seen so much great hope with vaccines coming on screen and progress being made, it still feels like um, the light is still quite a bit away out of the tunnel. Um, and I think that there's a lot more that can be done by government. I think, uh, you know, government, they haven't engaged fully with the reality of the situation. They need to look at it, you know, in a bit more realistic terms. You know, the statistics and the numbers are very important, but there's a lot of real impacts that they need to look at. And yeah. I know it's been discussed everywhere, mental health away and all that. There is a lot more that can be done. It's a human It's a human story. Uh, John Hurley, what, what's your perspective on where we're at uh, in businesses uh, in your area? Yeah, well, certainly uh, I'd reiterate a lot of what Brian has said. Um, the uncertainty that businesses have been dealing with now for 12 months uh, continues to exist, albeit it has shifted a little bit. Sure, there is uh, light at the end of the tunnel, but that light is that tunnel is still quite a long tunnel to to travel through, and we're not very sure either. Nobody's very sure uh, exactly how they're going to manage it. So uh, it is really important uh, that the government, uh, as Ryan has said, you know, grasp this. Um, and the current level of supports, for example, which have been a great help and very welcome, but not enough either. Uh, they become even more inadequate uh, the longer the lockdown continues. So whilst businesses uh, receiving, you know, the supports up to now have been doing their best, and many businesses have been supplementing those supports with their own cash as well, you know, to keep their business premises um, uh, from deteriorating while they're closed down, and indeed they keep their important key staff from going off elsewhere, looking for jobs elsewhere. Um, those cash reserves now are being burnt up completely and those reserves are gone. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so it's pretty bleak for an awful lot of businesses out there still not being allowed to reopen. Brian, um, people talk a lot about communication and they want clarity and so on. What, what do you think um, the business community would like to see in terms of communication about the situation we all find ourselves in? I suppose they want a, uh, a lot more clarity and understanding of the situation. Um, you know, we've, uh, honestly, it's like as if because of the fact that there's a lot of, I suppose, what we were always used to, sport and everything that's not happening, that there's a lot of shortage of news in the domain. So you seem to have a lot of different uh, ministers in government and different bodies all running out to try and be the first to get out with a piece of news. And it's causing confusion. It's caused... Um, a lot of chaos in some ways. Um, and and then, you know, it, it loses focus on what we need to be doing. I think what we need to do is look at it and really have a clear message on what we want to do. Um, but also, 
you know, we can look at uh, starting to reopen some of the businesses and how we can communicate that and, you know, put proper measures in place to support them um, and, you know, to control how they're operating and that as well. Yeah, John, um, you know, huge uh, sectors of the economy are, are closed at the moment. I mean, in Kilkenny, tourism and hospitality is, you know, not far off 20% of, of the economic activity. That's completely closed. Um, what are people in that area saying to you and, like, how are they looking ahead? Yeah, I mean, they are uh, hurting very, very badly. And uh, they do know, I mean, it's a, it's a business, a type of business that you have to plan ahead, do a lot of forward planning. Um, and with the uncertainty levels, that has been next to impossible. Uh, but right now, uh, we still, we, you, you just can't give up. So right now, we need to be uh, planning and preparing and keeping the uh, positive story about Kilkenny being a place, a destination for holidays and so on, so that we're ready for when the reopening occurs. But that will be a limited bounce back, I'm sure, because it's scheduled to happen sometime in the summer well you've missed a significant part of your uh, peak period already at that stage but also um, to be planning for the real resurgence which will come in 2022 and beyond so we need to be working now not just for now but also for the future even though that industry and that sector is, uh, is closed down at the moment the, the work behind the scenes uh, needs to continue to happen and is continuing to do so insofar as they can, but they really need those governmental supports uh, in place in the meantime. Uh, Brian, uh, retail is definitely closed until early April. What's your perspective on, on reopening? Uh, you know, it, it's it's on the cards that uh, the current restrictions may extend even further. Well, in one way, I'd hope not, because, you know, I think there's a lot of our retailers that could reopen uh, safely. There's a lot of businesses in retail and across multiple sectors that have done huge work to make sure that their premises and their environments are safe for customers. Um, And I think that we can look at it a lot more objectively. You know, if we look across the spectrum at the moment, there's some retail premises that the people look at and go, well, why would they be open? Because they're not essential. Um, You know, but I think there's a lot more we can open. And we could look at it in a different way. For example, if we took a premises like Detail Menswear, you know, on the high street in Kilkenny, he's uh, also in Carlow as well. If you said the premises of that size uh, with two members of staff, maybe they're allowed to have three customers on site in the store at any given time. And you put restrictions on in place like that to support. Well, then maybe we might be able to look at it in a different way. Um, that could allow those businesses to reopen if it was even for shorter hours because there's a lot of um, necessity in what they provide. Yes, the clothing and that as well. But it's also, you know, getting people going because it's leading into another problem that we're going to be having, which is confidence. Um, and it's confidence in, I suppose, in the businesses being able to reopen and them feeling that everything is right, but also in people because a lot of people... Um, you know, there's a lot of people around the country that haven't been out much, if at all, in the last 12 months. And they will still be nervous about it. And it will be helped kind of continue to restore confidence in them. Yeah, so you're um, kind of suggesting a, a kind of a, a redrafting of what reopening looks like. So maybe not full reopening under the previous restrictions, but maybe reopening sooner with even more uh, draconian, I suppose, restrictions on numbers in shops and all that kind of stuff. 
Yeah, you know, I think there's a lot of ways that we can look at it rather than just open or closed. Um, and we can, you know, and we would hopefully start to allow us to reopen some of these services sooner. Yeah, John Hurley, talking to you during the week, there's another word that has kind of dropped off the news headlines pretty much, but is also impacting uh, on businesses. Brexit, um, it hasn't gone away really, or the impacts haven't gone away. You had some really quite startling insights into the impacts on some businesses locally. Yeah, absolutely. I suppose it's a furtherance of the conversation you've had earlier as well in relation to the banks. All the uncertainty that's out there is making it extremely challenging for businesses. And Brexit, which we spent loads of time talking about over the last couple of years, has happened. Uh, It is in place and it is having a very significant uh, negative effect on how businesses in Ireland uh, continue to trade. Uh, with, you know, uh, the UK, it has become quite a challenge. Uh, I've had various uh, feedback from a wide range of businesses uh, about the difficulties and issues they're uh, dealing with. Uh, I suppose in a nutshell, uh, we here in Ireland, with support from the various governmental organisations as well as uh, the Chambers of Commerce and everybody, we were all getting ready for Brexit and we were taking it very seriously. Uh, and the Irish side has been quite uh, prepared for you know, the changes, the inevitable changes in tariffs and so on and so forth and how you get through ports and so on with goods in either direction. But uh, unfortunately in the UK it would appear that many of the businesses, indeed even big global businesses, seem to be following the general political narrative that Brexit is brilliant and it's going to be grand and don't worry about it at all. And they didn't prepare at all with the result that you see huge delays and extra costs. I was speaking with uh, one uh, business owner who does a lot of exporting it's an Irish business, but he does exporting from the UK to far off parts of the world, Asia, Africa, and so on. Uh, and now his products, because they're coming from the UK, which was part of the EU, they were seen as an EU product. Now there's a question mark over that. So he tried to, to reroute one of his, uh, um, uh, his, his, his um, uh, products through uh, Ireland. So brought it to the U- from the UK to Ireland and then out to Africa or Asia. And... A transit that would normally cost 1,600 euros ended up costing over 4,000 euros. So you can see straight away that that is, it's not a simple matter to just say Brexit is fine and uh, on you go. It has very, very significant cost factors involved. Yeah, like, look, this is going to be a story that's going to continue and continue. But Brian, if you had a, 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 a message for the government, um, what would it be at this stage? As well, we need to look at things and engage um, a lot more with people on the reality of the situations and that as well, um, and look at the positives and what we can do out of it. Um, I think, you know, there is a lot more uh, services that we can look at opening, um, and I think that that would help to get the country back to its full stead as well. Um, And, you know, we need to get the economy moving, and that will also in turn help to keep people's mindset in the right place as well. Yeah, okay. Finally, final word to you, John Hurley, in in 30 seconds. What's your message? Yeah, absolutely. Um, We need to uh, try and reduce the amount of uncertainty in every way possible. So giving uh, a clearer idea in terms of the expectation, we can see vaccines are having a very positive effect where they've begun to roll out. So that 
does shift uh, the expectation and government needs to be front and centre uh, and also that the supports that are there need to be increased and they need to be pushed out longer, not just until the end of the summer, but until at least the end of the year. Um, it really is a case of if we're in this together, then we need the government support as well. OK, well, thank you very much, uh, gentlemen. I look forward to catching up with you in the coming weeks and months uh, as this business adventure unfolds. That's uh, Brian O'Farrell, Chief Executive of County Carlow Chamber of Commerce and John Hurley, CEO of Kilkenny Chamber of Commerce. Good morning, gentlemen. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you in association with O'Neill Foley Accountants. Our website, onf.ie, shows the full range of services we provide to businesses large and small.